It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey listeners, it's Phil Mackey. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Mackey and Jeb with Rami. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Score North app, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you're tight on time today and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. Mount Rushmore is easy. It's the cliche Mount Rushmore sports talker of the week with Mackey, Judd, and Rami. That is why I would put him on the Mount Rushmore. Those would be my four. Hey, I got a couple for you guys, and I want you guys to throw them out too, but... Before we get to cliche Mount Rushmore is here, Andrew in Annandale has been on hold and he has a... Oh, never mind. Or not. Never mind. That's not... <laughs> that's not Andrew. That's He was there. He gone. He gone now. <laughs> All right. Andrew, you can call back if you got a graduation anecdote. 651-646-8255. But um, I want to start you guys off with just a, a Minnesota sports-centric one here. All right. Off the bat, okay? Okay. The cliche... Mount Rushmore of one-hit wonder Minnesota athletes. I'm going to give you guys a list. This is going to be a little bit easier for Judd than Rami just sure. because of history. Mm-hmm. Let me give you a list, and this is not a complete list. Are We're looking for four. Yeah. Judd's old and Are you saying I'm old and decrepit? Has more experience in life. Rami's young. So we're looking for the four best Thanks, one-hit wonder yeah. Minnesota athletes. And I'm defining this as players who otherwise weren't great and then like became great or like it's like their one great. Did they stay great moment. or did they just pop up and then go they back popped into up, oblivion? Popped up and then went back into oblivion. Okay. And and so it doesn't count like Brett Favre was a one hit wonder, but he was also a Hall of Famer. Right. Randall Cunningham was amazing for many years, so I'm not counting him. So here's here's some of the guys on my list, okay? Lou Ford. One of the best hitters in baseball for like four months in two thousand four. Okay, and yep. that was it. Pretty much that was pretty much Lou Ford's Excellent. career. Yep. Joe Mays mm. led the league in ERA mm. in two thousand one as the Twins all star, maybe best starting pitcher. He was an all star in two thousand one. Jeff George, who was okay in the early nineties with the Colts, but kind of went off the, the the grid, and then was amazing for the Vikings in nineteen ninety nine, putting him on this list. Yeah, he was a high, really high draft pick, though. It's fair. But I, I love the first two. The two baseballers spot on. Case Keenum. Oh, yeah. Journeyman backup. Helps yeah, the Vikings get there. to... He's on the cover. He's on okay. there. He's on... He is the is poster, he George Washington? Poster child for this game. Yes. He might be. He okay. might be. He might be George Washington of Minnesota sports. That's a great one. Matt Khalil was a high draft pick, but he was a one-hit wonder. He had one good year. So I, I put him on the okay. brainstorm list. I think he's got to be on there. Scott Diamond. Yep. The 2012 Twins were a wasteland, and Scott Diamond just yep. inexplicably yep. had an awesome season. That's yep. three and a half ERA was a, was an innings eater. He was just a really good pitcher. Now I would maybe say that 
Joe Mays and Scott Diamond, you got to pick one, and I would probably pick Joe Mays because he led the league in ERA, but mm-hmm. we, can, we can circle back. Mm-hmm. Troy Hudson with the Timberwolves <laughs> had averaged 14 points per game in his Literally, first season with the Timberwolves one hit. and went wonder. off on the Lakers in the playoffs. And and then he had the one hit wonder. He had the one hit wonder. Yes, yeah. he is literally sh- the sh- one sh- hit. Sh- shut him down. One hit wonder. Sh- 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 shut him down. Ricardo, Can we find that Jonathan artist. Troy Hudson. Shut him down. Yeah, just be careful. Google Troy Hudson. Shut him down. I don't know if we. Yeah, there might be swear. Are there any lyrics in there that we just give it a shouldn't listen be to playing it. at five oh six? And then I put I put Ilya Brzgalov on this list because in 2013 he was unbelievable for like 15 or 20 games for the Wild. Yeah, he had popped up elsewhere though. Okay, so yeah, he's probably not because he yeah he popped up for the Wild, but he had also played elsewhere and played okay. Who else am I missing? Oh, I've got one for you. And in fact, when I saw this exercise, I have the ultimate North Stars one hit wonder. Former golfer, 1985-86. His name was Scotty Bukestead. Played on a really good line that year. I took a college class with his son. <laughs> I think with Nick. Nick. Yeah. No, that's his uh, cousin. Cousin. Of yes. Him. Who who is now playing for the Pittsburgh Penguins? Uh, Scotty Bukestead in in 1985-86 scored 43 goals, 33 assists in 80 games. Okay, 43 goals is damn good. Mm-hmm. The next year, 86-87, four goals, nine assists, 13 points in 39 games. He never again had more than 10 goals. Wow. He is the ultimate North Star 1980s one hit wonder. Okay. So is that our is that our list? Well, we missing I got a obvious? question on a twins pitcher. But this is this needs interpretation. Uh because it might not count because he did have previous success or a stop elsewhere. Does Phil Hughes count? I, I would eliminate him highly compared touted to, as, I'd as a eliminate him compared to the guys you gave us. Like Scott Diamond and Joe Mays are better. <sighs> but does he even if Phil Hughes is a one hit wonder? But I don't. But but I think because he was such a highly, he was one of the best prospects in baseball with the Yankees. I would throw him off for the same reason. I would probably not include Jeff George. Okay, and I might not include Matt Khalil because of that. Because I guess my question about these players is: Do they qualify for this exercise if the expectation was high and they just disappointed? Besides one good season or let's say three good years. Yeah. Like Scotty Diamond, I who who had heard of Scotty Diamond? Yeah, Scott. Gosh, Scott Diamond's a like he came out of absolutely. He was a Rule Five draft guy from the Braves. Actually, the, what was going to happen was the Twins were going to, I think, at one point trade Glenn Perkins to the Braves for the rights to Scott Diamond. Really? And they wound up something else happened. Like I, I can't remember what they wound up trading. It was like a relief pitcher or something. They wound up trading to the Braves. Some like double A guy. Yep. But Perkins was going to wind up being maybe the the roster casualty to bring Scott Diamond in. And that because that was before Glenn Perkins had his first really good season as a reliever. Um, so all right, so Case Keenum, Lou Ford, Joe Mays, I think is a lock. I think Joe Mays has to be a lock. Okay. And then I'll trust your judgment on Scotty Bukestead if you want to put him in. That's our Mount Rush. Well, he's guys. our hockey guy. That's do you our, have to have each sport represented. Yeah, but, not necessarily. It, but if we don't want to do we, that, we, we could certainly. We don't so have Matt a basketball Khalil didn't guy. make it. I just think he's. I think he's worthy of discussion, but he's just like he was the fourth pick, though. So expectations. My question is: Can you? Can he's more you of a make, bust than a one. Yes. Wonder. Can you make this this list if I if I knew exactly who you were when you started playing? I just got a text from like Case Keenum. I knew, but my God, I never would have. Here's a great it. one: a text from somebody, Sidney Rice. Mm. Sidney Rice had one amazing season with Brett Favre. He was a second round pick, so he wasn't you know was wasn't right. the fourth overall pick. That's a really good That's one. A solid. That's. So what Vikings? Okay, so we got Sidney Rice, Keenum, who I think is is George Washington to Rami's point. I think that's correct. Could you say Chester Taylor? 
He's, One big thousand yard year. He was a good running back. Yeah, he might, he'd, he'd be close. Hmm. Sidney Rice is more of a one hit wonder than Chester Taylor. I feel like we could do do this Matt for each Asiata. team. Wow! You only you wow. only loved him because he scored you that handful yeah. of touchdowns when Peterson was, um, was very, suspended. Was a very strategic pickup. That was a good pickup, Rami. Dude, year. Matt Asiata's a great one. So Matt Asiata scored nine touchdowns one year. So here's here's the reason why Matt Asiata might not be because Matt Asiata also he had he had one. one season with nine touchdowns and then a couple years later he had a season with six touchdowns. So he kind he kind of had two similar seasons. What was his rushing yard total? The <laughs> In the touch, in the one he had the more touchdowns, uh, he had 570 yards rushing in 2014 and nine touchdowns, averaging three and a half yards per carry. Man, modern day Leroy Horde. Oh yeah, just give him the ball, and which give is you a bit of, of an insult yards. to Horde because Horde actually would give you a, a little bit more than Horde told you he did. Ozzy Adam though was a plotter. Yeah, I, it's it's worthy of discussion for sure. I feel like we, I feel like it'd be very easy to do an All Vikings one. So Sidney Rice, just for reference, all right, he had he comes in as a second round pick in two thousand seven. Yep, Got and he ca- he catches thirty one passes for three hundred ninety six yards, and then he catches fifteen passes for one hundred forty one yards. What's his game total that season? Uh, he played thirteen games in thirteen games. In okay, so he played mine. I thought okay. So he goes. So he goes for three ninety six, one forty one. 1,312 in 2009 and eight touchdowns. Far effect. And then 2010, he's coming off the knee thing or the hip thing, 280 yards and then 484 yards with the Seahawks, 780. Like he never came close to that production. I think Sidney Rice has to be on this Mount Rushmore. This is getting more difficult, guys, as we add more names here. I feel like we need more than one Mount Rushmore. I don't know enough about Scotty Bugstad. You're going to have to fight or not for Scotty Bugstad. <laughs> Well, are are we going? So if we went, so let's say we went Keenum Rice. Then who would the other two be? If it wasn't Bukestead, we'd go Joe Mays, Lou Ford, probably Lou Ford. You're right about Bukestead. Oh my God! Yeah, he, it's a great one hit wonder. He scored forty three goals and never scored more than eleven in any other season. Yes, it's super random. And after he, he scored, has to be on the list. And after he scored the forty three, <laughs> he never scored more than ten again because right. the eleven had come before the forty three. So here's here's the five we have. We have to get rid of one of them for this Mount Rushmore. All right, we've got Case Keenum, we have Sidney Rice, okay, Lou Ford, Joe Mays, Scotty Bukestad. How long was Lou Ford good for that season? Like three months. Okay, I feel like that eliminates you. I think I think the defining thing we'll is were it. you good for that whole season? Where like Case Keenum was, Sidney Rice was. Okay. Lou, Everybody else had a good season. Lou Ford had a do, had this dominant weird little stretch, right? It was two thousand like Tuffy Rhodes. Great opening day, <laughs> three bombs, right, Rami? <laughs> Jackson, great opening day, man. Never hit a home run in life afterwards. I was there for that. Okay, Lou Ford, cold day if I remember correctly. In two thousand four, <laughs> Lou Ford was hitting. This is amazing. He was hitting four twenty at the end of April, which is ridiculous. Yep, he was still hitting three forty. At the end of May and 320 at the end of June, and then like the batting average dipped from that point. But if you're going to put Lou Ford on now, now it opens it up for a conversation about my favorite guy, Cowbell, Chris Calabella. Ooh, do you remember the great? But that, again, that wasn't a full season. Chris Calabello, man, that was a great. You could say Tre- Trevor Plouffe had 20 bombs in like in two June, months. June yeah. and July of that year. Joe, okay. Joe Mays was legitimately one of the like five best starting pitchers in baseball in 2000. He wasn't a strikeout yeah. guy, but he had 
No. He had the best ERA in the entire league, or like the second best ERA. I think Joe Mays is more of a one-hit wonder than Lou Ford. Yes, I agree. I think you need to do it for a season. So therefore, the list is Case Keenum, Sidney Rice, Scotty Bukestad, and Joe Mays. That's the Mount Rushmore. Are we are we missing any obvious Timberwolves? Hmm. Not that I can think of. James Hollywood Robinson. That's a sad thing, because you might be right. <laughs> Basketball's hard. There's not as many one-hit wonders. It's not like you just pop up and score 25 points a game, and then you're just worthless like Jeremy the next year. I mean, Derrick Rose was a one-hit wonder for the Timberwolves, but obviously he has right. some track record. Right, he's too good. Before and yeah. after, yeah. Listen, if somebody if somebody sees a flaw in this Mount Rushmore of one-hit wonders, Minnesota athletes, tweet us, at Phil Mackey, at Jay Zolgad, at Rami is tweeting. All right, 651-646-8255. Got a couple more Mount Rushmores to get to. But Andrew and Annandale, you got a graduation anecdote for us. How are you gentlemen doing? We're doing all right, man. How are you? Uh, well, you know, I'm dying without baseball. It does I'm suck. Good without, I'm good, uh, good without the rest for now. Mm-hmm. But baseball is killing me. So, graduation. I graduated in 1989 from a small town in New Hampshire. So as white as white can be for a state. And uh, I did not spend, go to my graduation. I spent my graduation in an airport in New York at LaGuardia, sleeping on a bench next to a black man from Detroit that I had just met, watching a drug, uh, drug deal go down, oh, 30 feet away from me as a man in a white fur coat stood there and somebody else came up to him, handed him money. He opened up the coat like he was flashing him, took something away from him in a white, uh, white powder bag and walked away. <laughs> that, that, that was my graduation. So, so I hate to say it, but I agree with Rami. Graduation itself is pointless. It's for the parents, not for us. That's a, that's a great anecdote, Andrew. Thanks for, thanks for calling it. Have you guys ever seen a drug deal go down like that? Never. Where somebody has the fur coat and it's like no. as stereotypical as you would imagine in a movie? No. no definitely no. was never involved in anything like that. I once bought some... <laughs> oh, my God. I'm kidding. That's a total joke. I'm uh-huh, kidding. Sure, sure. All right? Sure. I've told some stories here yeah. in the past. Yep. Totally kidding. Uh-huh. Okay, I got some baseball cards and breadsticks for those drugs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mount Rushmore is easy. It's the cliche Mount Rushmore sports talker of the week with Mackie, Judd, and Rami. That is why I would put him on the Mount Rushmore. Those would be my four. All right, the cliche Mount Rushmore of cliche sports debates. Rami brought this one up last week. I kept it on the list. What are the candidates, Rami? Well, the 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 George Washington is LeBron versus MJ, right? It has to be. He's a better list. player. LeBron versus MJ. This has is to be double cliche. Yep. Okay. This is good. Another one, and I don't know that we have to necessarily put any more details on this than 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 what I'm about to say. It's just take this team from this era, and could they beat this team from yeah. that era? Right. That's so that's I, another one. I, I had that on my list as would blank team beat the '90s Bulls? Right. Yeah. Because that's usually what it is, right? That's, yeah, that's kind of the measuring stick in basketball. But we do it in all sports. Like, could the Steel Curtain beat Tom Brady's Patriots? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we do it. We do it across all sports. But the, I think the answer is one. the answer is no. By the way, <laughs> you don't think Bradshaw would carve him up? <laughs> Lynn Swan. I think DH or no DH in baseball has to be firmly in that's, the discussion. That's probably in there. Cliche too, yeah. sports debates. Should steroid users be allowed in the Hall of Fame? 
Definitely deserves consideration. I mean, I don't here. know why that's a debate, but it seems to be. The answer is no. Well, but Barry Bonds should be in the I'm yes so though. far on all, all of these uh, cliches. They're okay. all great. Is soccer the sport of the future? Uh, that's been a debate for 40 years. I was going to say, debate since I was five. We're in the future, and no. Should there be fighting in hockey? Yep, good one. So far, they're all winners. Yeah. Uh, run to set up the pass or pass to set up the run? A little bit more of a new one, right? Last 10 years, last five years. I got a, I got a new one for you. Are analytics ruining sports? <laughs> that's, that's one that's come up in the last 10 years. Absolutely so. they are. I love it. What Guys is, don't even watch the game anymore. It's just numbers on a page. Nerds. Nerds. What about should college athletes be paid? Oh, yeah. Yep. That's for in there sure. Too, right? Yeah, that's in there. Dude, this is going to be a tough narrow down to four. Do we have any more we want to add to the field? So is is LeBron MJ part of this or is that that's off to the side because it's, it's the George Washington? Okay, yeah. so that takes it's up in. a spot. Yeah, though. that's got three a spot more. For okay, sure. Yeah. yeah. What are the like? What's another? You, I think the steroid should steroid users be in like that has Baseball to be in the, in the cliche sports debate. Mount I think Rushmore. taking teams from different eras needs to be up there, doesn't it? And pitting them up against each other. Yeah, I think so too. So that's three. Would, would the would the Golden State Warriors beat the Chicago Bulls in the nineties? Would the Showtime Lakers beat the yep. Kobe Shaq Lakers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And then the other ones are the ones that we just threw out there: are DH or no DH in baseball. Okay, is soccer the sport of the future? Analytics or traditional scouting? I, I feel like the soccer one has played itself out so thoroughly that it, it used to be on this list, but it's fallen off. Yeah, the I list. think soccer people have given up on that. Okay, we'll take that one off. And like the U.S. team they got has their, just gone completely they got their in the piece toilet. of the pie. They got their piece of the pie. Soccer is very important to some people. Niche sport. Actually, one of my favorite soccer cliche discussions, and I actually legitimately love this discussion, is if you took sports, athletes from other sports and made them soccer players, what would your team look like? It's the worst discussion of all it's time. It's an amazing discussion. <laughs> oh, Imagine Barry team- Sanders as a striker, Jonathan. I don't know. Can he run and kick? <laughs> <laughs> can he? <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan's going to burst into quarantine studio queue and kick your teeth in right now. I don't know if the viewers can see this on the stream. They can, yeah. But, so we all have usernames on our on our live stream, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook. After my last soccer joke, Jonathan changed his name to Rami is the worst. <laughs> Hey, that's good, Jonathan. Nice work. Thank you. Before I believe his name was not a shirtless eater. <laughs> Our guy put on a shirt to have lunch. I saw it. Thank God. Today he then, tweeted out a picture, red shirt on. Then he had Carrasco. Cra- he had crackers with his two hot dogs, though. Yeah, which, you know what? I'm not going to bother. I don't care what he eats as long as he is fully clothed to eat. Yeah. Go back to the green beans. The crackers with your hot dogs? I love crackers. Why not chips I, or fries? I love crackers. Does he have a potato allergy? What is happening? Even like a, a corn on the cob, like so, like something. You know what I mean? With, I'm not gonna disparage who crackers. Has crackers. Me. With their I hot love. Dog. I love crackers. Crackers are the best. Just get a whole with handful of crackers. I love crackers. I'll sometimes. It doesn't just matter what you eat. Sit down with a plate of crackers just and cheese and, and and you know various accoutrement. Yeah, I'm but with Never on just this. a cracker on the side with some. Really? Hot dogs. I think this calls for a new. Mount Rushmore is easy. It's the cliche Mount Rushmore on, sports talker the of the week with matter. Mackie, Judd, and Rami. <laughs> that is why I would put no. him on the Mount Rushmore. Those would be my we're on, four. We're on to a new one now. All right. All right. What's the what's the official yeah. Mount Rushmore here, Jonathan? Uh, the Mount Rushmore of side food with a hot dog. All right. What are the candidates? Well, chips and fries. Yep. Chips, fries, They're for on sure. there, right? I don't know if fries have to be on there. 
Really? I enjoy fries. Well, what are the candidates, dogs? though? Tater tots, I feel I, like, I are a say, better compliment to hot dogs no. than French fries. fries. can be, But fries can be on the list th- that we consider and maybe dispose I know of. You guys, I know you guys Crackers a, are going to be up there for me. I know I you guys had a different food experience than I did growing up. But you go to any hot dog stand in the city of Chicago, and you're getting shoestring fries on the side with okay. your hot dog. Listen, Every time. Not opposed. Just, I'm just, What's I'm the just hard, advocating hot dog for tater place? tots. The char dog? Uh, there's, is that right, Ronnie? There's Char Dog. There's Wiener Circle. Wiener Circle is what I've I had. I grew up just down the street. That's the name of a place. Don't look at me like Wiener that. Wiener Circle, jo- Jonathan. <laughs> it is. It will kill you, but it is to die for. Google it. I grew up down the street. No. From a place. <laughs> no. yeah, I'll totally do it. it. Not on the work computer. It's legit. It's really good. I grew up I like from a, 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 uh, down the street from a place called Wolfie's. Oh, man. I love wow. Wolfie's hot dogs. Oh, okay. Man. Here's my, here is, if this was just my Mount Rushmore of sides All to right. go along with hot dogs. Okay. It would be kettle chips, tater tots, baked beans, or potato salad. I was going to say potato salad, and I was going to throw in baked beans. Well, you and I are tracking right now. A little bit. A little bit. We're not on the same page with the fries, but chips, potato salad, baked beans. Mm. Why am I seeing two Mackies on my video stream? The right Wiener now? Circle. Jo- jo- I, show I was showing him. Wiener <laughs> Circle, I man. that his camera was <laughs> No, I didn't. I just wanted to show him. It's legit. It's great. It's, it's terrible for you. Is but the it's... Wiener Circle where the... The ladies who work there will yell at you, like if you don't order right or order fast enough. Like I think so, like, yeah. Like this I part of any food place that's going like to yell Seinfeld. at me. If it I is the Wiener Circle. There, I just, I just it's googled great, it. No, no, the pressure's clips. on. Yeah, Dude, no, what is, I don't okay, want that. okay. What is yeah, like? What is the advantage of being that mean to newcomers at your restaurant or your deli? I'm coming here to funny. relax and eat, not. And I want stressed out while I right. eat. And if it's like I'm new, okay, sorry, I don't know your menu. You know what? Yeah. Be nice. You guys are so Minnesotan right so now. So sensitive. It's Chicago funny. and New good. York, they abuse you. Don't you like a roast? Don't you guys like a good comedy roast? I just want a damn sandwich. Yeah, but don't, not on me. Don't be an ass. <laughs> Here's what I like. I just, it expedites people that take too long, and I love that. I was just reminded. You guys know? Uh, did you ever watch Thirty Rock? Oh yeah. You know uh, Jack McBrayer, who played the, the NBC page in it? He's like the most aw shucks country kid you've ever seen. He went and worked at the Wiener Circle with the women who yell at people and he's so uncomfortable. He did it he did it for a segment on Coded and it is hilarious. If you get a chance to watch it, it just popped up when I Googled Wiener Circle. It is so good, dude. It's so funny. So are we are we settled on potato, potato salad, baked beans? <clears throat> nah, not I'm not. I think chip, chips, beans, chips. Kettle chips. George Washington, kettle chips, chips. chips? Yes, Any chips. kind of potato chip yeah. is George Washington on the Mount Rushmore Absolutely. hot dog sides. Okay, I think tater tots should be on there. Also, yeah. by the way, the pro move is to cr- crumple up or crunch up the chips and sprinkle them on as oh, a topping good. on your can hot we, dog. Can yeah. we talk, talk about what the potato salad looks like when you put it on? Because you know, if it's a fresh potato salad from the fridge, I'm in. But there's nothing that I'll, I'll stay away from more than what looks like it might be suspect been out too long. Potato <laughs> yeah, salad. No, I'm not vouching for like <laughs> so let's talk, potato yeah. so, let's talk about, so let's talk about what I'm getting, though. You want good food on this hot rush If one. I'm getting a dollop of potato salad, I need no, to know what it looks trying, like. We're not trying to feed you sun-drenched potatoes. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> but you know, Rami, if I get sun-drenched like pota- potato chips or fries, okay, they might not be as good. Sun-drenched potato salad could actually cause me to spend hours on that one. 
easy. It's the cliche Mount Rushmore Sports Talker of the Week with Mackie, Judd, and Rami. That is why I would put him on the Mount Rushmore. Those would be my four. <laughs> Ross, chimes, right. Ross chimes in. Good golly, just let me eat my food. Who hates chicken in a biscuit? I do love chicken in a biscuit. Man. Yeah, It's really good. It's the shirt, Ross. It's just weird with a hot dog. It's not a traditional side with a hot dog, Ross. That's all we're saying. You do you, man. Yeah. With a shirt on. You do you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Rami. <laughs> do you as long as you don't have near nipples out. That's pretty much it. <laughs> I think I, I don't think we came to a conclusion there. No, we didn't. On the last two, we didn't. But that's okay. Who cares? <laughs> All right, when we come back, Rami fishing for a good question point to move up the good question standings. And in other news, plus, I want, I want us to revisit this zipper merge discussion that took place earlier on Scoring Art today. So all kinds of things. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plug Door Chris Howard. University of Michigan QB J.J. McCarthy makes bold predictions but doesn't fulfill them, and Ohio State kicker Noah Ruggles misses an opportunity to etch his name in Buckeye lore. Fans love their teams and the players, that is, until they don't. When it comes to finger-pointing, you'll find no greater antagonist than the fan. Why? Because it means more to them, or so they believe. As a former player, nothing angers me more than armchair charlies accusing the teams of overlooking opponents or blaming players for providing bulletin board material. Leading up to the game, the fan is the one talking the most, boasting the most. When the team is winning, it's a lot of we talk. But when the team loses, it turns into they lost. You will never know what those moments feel like because you didn't put in the work to earn those feelings from those moments. That's the great thing about being part of a team. You win as a team, you lose as a team. We cry, we console our brother, we don't point the finger, we go back to work, back to the early morning workouts, the hill sprints, back to the bloody noses and broken bones. Why? Because it really means more to us. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget BetOnline for NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.